The Electric Vehicle Podcast, hosted by Theo Gibson. This podcast could not be brought to you without the help of our generous sponsors. Thanks to our gold sponsor, OEM Audio, leading supplier of charging cables and accessories in New Zealand. Hello and welcome to the Electric Vehicle Podcast. My name is Theo Gibson. Welcome to the show. Now, uh, summer has finally hit New Zealand. We had this kind of weird, strange, grey, cold weather. And then we had, you know, the apocalypse with smoke and dust clouds from Australia come over to New Zealand and the whole country went orange for a couple of days. And my heart go out to everyone in Australia. I I lived in Australia in uh, New South Wales for four years and I've got family over there. So we really feel for our neighbours. But it did affect the weather over here, that was for sure. So um, it's nice to see summer arrive here in New Zealand. Um, I haven't seen a lot of it because I have been in cold, black, dark, windowless studios basically all week. I've been recording audiobooks for my audiobook company and uh, now I'm in uh, the podcast studio recording a podcast. So, uh, you know, when I pop my head out and see summer, it does look kind of inviting and make me wish I was still on a beach somewhere. It's nice to have summer finally arrive here. So today on the show, uh, we're staying in the land of aviation, following on from my podcast uh, interview last week with uh, Roy from Magni X. I love what those guys are doing. It's, it's really inspiring. It kind of ties into uh, my next guest. There has been a lot of announcements over the last couple of years about vertical liftoff aircraft, specifically moving into that autonomous region, commuter services, getting cars off the road, you know, transporting people in cities, short flight. There's been a lot of development in that space. We have Kitty Hawk here in New Zealand, uh, down in Christchurch, who are, who are working in, the, in a similar area. I do hope to get those guys in the studio soon. And then we also had, quite recently, Uber announced some news that they've partnered with Hyundai, which is unusual to see a vehicle manufacturer, a car manufacturer, teaming up to develop aircraft. But this aircraft was announced at CES 2020. It's going to be a rideshare vehicle and it's going to be, it looks pretty big by the design concepts that we're seeing. It's got a cruising speed of 220 kilometres an hour, can fly up to 100 kilometres. It's 100% electric. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Some of these vehicles always make me a little bit nervous because the rotors of these of these planes are just totally exposed. But, you know, I'm not a plane designer, so what do I know? Anyway, let's get my guest on the phone so I stop waffling. Now on the line from Florida, uh, I have Joe Matten, CEO of AeroG. So AeroG is uh, a company that's been developing vertical liftoff aircraft for the last four years. And they're one of the first companies to put their aircraft designs in X-Plane. Now, if you don't know what X-Plane is, if you're a bit of a nerd, well, you don't have to be a bit of a nerd, maybe you're a bit of a gamer, you've basically got Microsoft Flight Sim, right? And X-Plane. These are both games for the novices where you get to fly aircraft. But they're also used quite a lot by pilots to practice you know, flying aircraft. You know, you can get all the uh, accessories to plug into your PC system or Mac system and, and you can and you can fly the plane, you know. That's what these guys have done. They've put their design concepts into X-Plane. So you can actually head over to the X-Plane store and buy this, I think I think it's the first vertical liftoff aircraft and, and take it for a fly, which is pretty cool. So I'm going to stop waffling. Let's get Joe on the phone and uh, he can tell us all about it. From Florida, I have Joe Mattern, Chief Executive Officer 
uh, CEO, really, of AeroG. Hello, uh, Joe. How are you going? Good afternoon. How are you? It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Uh, well, um, thanks for thanks for reaching out. Um, I was really interested uh, about your company. Um, maybe you could tell listeners a little bit about how you started. Sure, absolutely. First, I, I learned of your show about a week ago, and I loved your interview with Magni X and Roy. Well done. Let me tell you a little bit about us. So, AeroG Aviation is a four-year-old company. And what we do is we design EVTOL or electric vertical takeoff and landing aircraft designs. And I became the company's CEO in November. Right. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, this is a a very hot topic because, I mean, if you look at the news over the last, you know, what, two, three years, everyone is designing vertical vertical takeoff aircraft right i mean it's it's the it's the aircraft of choice at the moment so you're in the right space we're definitely in the right space um the company again is four years old uh the design actually occurred at that time uh our company's founder and my chief technical officer his name is rob gomez he's the one that actually created uh the aircraft about four years ago while in college through a STEM grant. Right, okay. So so um, uh, maybe you could tell us a, a, a little bit about your design. What, 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 what was its initial um, concept when you started off? Well, we have two aircraft. The first uh, that was designed is called our UV-4, which is our cargo aircraft, and then recently introduced our AG-4 passenger aircraft. Uh, They look very much the same. Mm -hmm. However, one's designed for cargo and autonomous flight. That's the UV-4. The AG is a two-pilot, 10-passenger aircraft that we are very, very excited to announce, which just recently released on X-Plane 11. We're the first company to ever bring a passenger EV-TALT to X-Plane 11. I'm flying it here today on my Mac computer and this aircraft flies like a dream. It's as fast as lightning. It's absolutely amazing. Wow. So so is that quite a common thing, um, um, testing concepts uh, on X-Plane and, and I guess Microsoft Simulator as well? Actually, it's not. Um, it's, it's a little bit rare. Yeah. Uh, we learned a few years ago that the company Cirrus designed their vision jet off of X-Plane. Huh. And we always kind of had that in, in the back of our mind. And we learned, I reached out to Austin Meyer, who's the gentleman that created X-Plane. Yeah. And he said, Joe, if you put this information in the plane maker software properly, that's exactly how it's going to fly. So we wanted to do this really as a early feasibility study to yeah. learn how the aircraft flies. And the first time I lifted this aircraft up off the ground and flew on an X-Plane, it was like love at first sight. It's just so amazing to be able to have vertical takeoff capabilities and then fly at the speed of a turboprop, a lot like a King Air. So I can lift off of a confined space at 50 feet in diameter and within like one minute, I'm at about, oh, like almost 300 knots. It's amazingly fast. Yes, and it is. And we're very proud of the fact that it's designed to be a two-pilot aircraft and a 10-passenger aircraft, unlike some of the other competitive technologies, you know, with what Bell's doing and other companies, they're more focused on one pilot and four passengers. We see the future as being corporate aviation, where we fit medevac, air medical, cargo, and also to rideshare, such as uh, what is Uber is doing. So we really think that we excel in all these categories, but our primary focus right now is corporate aviation. And we want to fly a lot like a 135 operation 
two pilots, only the safest technology for our passengers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, was there was there anything you learned by putting the plane in uh, in X plane and, and running the simulation that that you thought, oh, we can change this, we can improve on this? There are a couple things. Absolutely, one of the things we're working on with X plane right now is we just started a, a redesign of our instrument panel. Yeah, we looked at an all glass panel and how the controls should be laid out and how the instrument panel should best be designed. But my favorite part of the aircraft is the rear cabin. So one of the ideas that I envisioned as our company's CEO is that I wanted to create an aircraft where anyone of any physical size could fly. People have obesity problems. They're not limited by seat weight. We have two seats, one behind the pilot and one behind the co-pilot that can hold people as large as 600 pounds. So as a result, anyone of any size and weight can fly. And as a result, that is something I'm very proud of. We want everyone to be able to fly on this aircraft, feel comfortable, VIP seating. And uh, on X-Plane, it looks absolutely beautiful in its interior as well. Wow, that's fantastic. Now, tell me, uh, I see that originally you you mentioned that it could be a, a hybrid a hybrid electric system or a fully electric system. And I've seen that kind of shift with a lot of um, people working in the aviation space. We talked uh, with uh, Equator Air um, last year, and they, they're building a, an electric seaplane. And, and they originally started off with the idea of you using a hybrid electric motor. And now, because of the changes in technology, they've moved more on to the just going fully fully electric. Um, uh, are, you, are you a bit in the same way? Are you kind of moving more, leaning more towards just going fully electric now with the technologies that are available? We started off as hybrid, and the original design was hybrid, but the redesign is fully electric. So basically the basic specs are 6,400 horsepower. The power plant are four electric motors. Each motor is a three-phase AC induction rated at 1,600 horsepower or 1,200 kilowatts. So basically you have four ducted fans. And as a result, that gives us a cruise speed of about 280 knots, which as you know, is about 519 kilometers an hour. Very, very fast. And in the United States, we call that 322 miles an hour. So I already had this aircraft and X-plane up to 307 knots, which is about 360 miles an hour. And it's just a lot like a King Air. It's got that turboprop fast performance. And that's yeah. what we love about our HP4. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I mean, uh, and, and and what's the range roughly? I mean, I guess it's because it is a theoretical thing. It's not actually in physical production yet. Um, uh, you, you know, uh, have you got some idea of what the range will be? We initially believe uh, that based on flying all electric, the range should be in rough light time, about 90 minutes. Yeah. So I've already done some tests out of one of my favorite places in the world, the Wall Street Heliport in New York City. Yeah. We call that KJRB to Philadelphia, where I'm from. Did that flight in 17 minutes. So realistically, we're looking at a range, we believe, uh, of about roughly 90 minutes. Again, that's going to be constantly changing regarding battery technology. Yeah, absolutely. But we see this in corporate aviation for uh, Fortune 500 companies that maybe don't want to pull out a AW139 corporate helicopter, but then they don't need their Gulfstream. Yes. And as a result, it really fits in in a nice space to be able to do those short hops at a very, very fast speed. Yes, and I mean, I guess, you know, and then 
there's so many um, benefits to to going electric as well, right? I mean, you know, you can you can fast charge off off the helipad while while it's landed there, and 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 the maintenance costs are next to nothing. They are, and that's what I learned about your interview when I heard your first show, uh, your first show with Roy at Magni X. And Roy made a great point, and that is when you go electric, uh, first of all, you know, no carbon footprint. Uh, as a result, you're also extremely quiet. You cut your, you know, your noise down by 50, 60 yeah. percent. And then the maintenance, it, it greatly decreases. So as a result, much like I learned with the Magni X interview, there are really our focuses as well. We want to, uh, you know, be good to the environment, if you will, regarding the carbon footprint. Mm. We want to be as quiet as possible, but we really want to get the cost down per seat mile to make it benefit especially to the ride share market. Yeah, absolutely. And and in terms of controlling and flying uh your your plane, I mean how is how how would you compare it to is it more like um helicopter controls or uh, is it a is it a cross between, you know, um traditional plane controls? Uh how, how would you explain it? It's very different. I learned to fly a Piper Cherokee 140 when I was 12 years old and I learned to fly helicopters when I was 18. Yeah, right. So I have a good knowledge of both fixed and rotary. It's yeah. very different. So to give you an idea how it works is say for example you're sitting uh on uh the pilot side, say for example left seat and a lot like a large Airbus you have a left side stick. Yep. So you have forward, back, left, right, and then you have a twist grip as well yep. for your rudder. Yep. And then on the right side, if you will, you have your primary throttle quadrant. And then you also have a quadrant as well for what we call thrust vector. Yep. And that's the tilting of the fans. Right. And as a result, they start in a horizontal position. And then with forward flight, they go totally vertical. So you're managing a left side stick, and on the right side, a throttle control, and then your thrust vector. Wow! Wow! Did 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 it, did it take a lot of getting used to uh, flying at an X plane? I mean, I mean, I I mastered this aircraft in fifteen minutes on <laughs> X plane, and I've got my Logitech flight stick here, and I have my Thrustmaster Warthog Hotas uh, panel as well for throttle. And it, you know, one of my favorite aircraft I have to say that I fly on X plane is the. AW-139. Love the folks at Leonardo. Amazing aircraft. Yeah. I have a brother that flies one in Saudi Arabia, and I know wow. the aircraft well. Yeah. It just flies so much more solid and steady when I'm doing rooftop, uh, you know, uh, ascending into a rooftop heliport. Yeah. It's just very slow and very steady, but very highly controllable, actually very easy to fly. Wow, that's fascinating. I mean, I, have, I haven't actually played with X-Plane for a while, but I'm very tempted to go home and download it now. Oh, I'm going to send you a copy. <laughs> I, I'm going to go ahead and get you hooked up on X-Plane, but yeah. I think you'll have a lot of fun flying it. It very much so is the future. But, you know, just about a week ago, I flew out of Fort Lauderdale on X-Plane, one of my favorite uh, airports, KFXE, yeah. went ahead and lifted up off the ramp. And, you know, FXC is very, very close to Atlantic Ocean. And as you know, I was almost within about 90 seconds over the Atlantic Ocean, and I was at 307 knots, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> it's incredible to be able to go from, you know, a vertical flight to that much forward speed. And really, that's just the fun part of it is all the maneuverability and getting into tight spaces such as confined helipads, which... In EVTOL terms, we call now vertiport. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 why, why are we seeing such a, uh, 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 what's the word? Uh, the, the, 
the introduction of these these aircrafts now. Why why haven't we seen them earlier? What do you think is the is the the game changer for you, for for designers like yourself and people working in this space? I think it's a combination of several things. But one, we're all very very tired of, and it's what you dealt with earlier: congestion, traffic, yeah, yeah. people wanting to be able to you know to bypass that. Mm. Uh, also to the technology, the battery technology, the aircraft technology, it all just happens to be just the right time for us. I know we started four years ago, but we're just seeing a tremendous amount of media and interest now. And what we're seeking now right now is just the proper aircraft manufacturer to acquire us because we believe we're all ready to go. Designs, uh, utility patent, everything we need. We want to see this aircraft manufactured. And that's my goal as a CEO is to get acquired and see this thing built and fly on it within our lifetime. Absolutely. Because I mean, I imagine there's a lot of companies looking at uh, vehicles in this space. I mean, we, we're seeing them announced in the news every every couple of weeks, someone's working on something. Um, uh, so I, 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 would, I would expect you to be acquired quite soon. I mean, now's the time, right? Absolutely. And I, I very carefully watched the Consumer Electronics Show last week in Las Vegas. Mm. And we had the introduction of Hyundai, right? A major yeah. vehicle manufacturer bringing out their eVTOL against the Bell redesigned Nexus called the 4EX. Yeah. So all of a sudden we're seeing air, you know, we're seeing automobile manufacturers step up and wanting to partner with Uber. That's very, very big. But like I said, our segment initially, corporate aviation, yeah. hospital EMS, Certainly the ride share, but again, two pilots, 10 passengers, a little bit of a different configuration, but for those that want to be able to fly comfortably and fly somewhere very quickly, we believe we have the ultimate solution. Absolutely. I guess I guess in terms of regu- regulatory regulations you've got to pass to to approve this vehicle, you're in the same you're in the same space as Magni X, right? You've got to go through all those those testing phases with all these aircraft. Absolutely, we do. And so the first thing we want to do is we've done the basic feasibility on X plane, but we want hopefully a manufacturer to acquire us start their feasibility, mm-hmm. and then take it to what we believe would be the requirements for FAA Part 135, where it's flown just like a major airline regarding all the safety standards. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Wow, that's fascinating. Um, uh, and have you got any idea in terms of charge times of this vehicle? Have you have you done the, the, the calculations on that one? We have not yet regarding feasibility. Yeah. Uh, and I'm right now, I'm currently reaching out to different... Well, first of all, I reach out to Magni X. I'm reaching out to several... Uh, battery manufacturers, and we're starting to do some some research in that area. So no information regarding charge time yet, but realistically, uh, again, we know a lot of these uh, short flights will be, you know, 60 minutes or under, yeah. and uh, it should work out very well. But yeah, just the power that this aircraft has, yeah. I think it's what's really, really amazing. Just to give an idea, uh, it's about a 12,500-pound aircraft, so yes. it's, a, it's a really... It's a big boy, if you will, but yeah. give you an idea, it's about 41 feet long wow. and it's probably oh, about 17 feet high and a wingspan of almost 49 feet. So wow. you can get an idea of just the physical size. Wow. But again, it's, it's as simple as it's four ducts. The propellers we're using are what are called a five-blade composite mm-hmm. barrel pitch or a constant speed propeller. Mm-hmm. And as a result, this thing's putting out 6,400 horsepower, which equates to a cruise speed of about 
280 knots. Wow. Wow. It's always interesting me um, in terms of how these planes, because, uh, you know, there's been lots of talk about, you know, setting up autonomous vehicles and, and, and commuter services within cities. But but um, I guess with the, the fact that your plane is an X-plane, you've been able to try it in, in, in sort of bad weather conditions. How's it, how's it performed? We, we have. And actually, we introduced our UV for cargo version on X-plane first about a year or two ago. And then recently the AG4. So like I said, we have the autonomous yeah. that you can fly for cargo as well. Yeah. But in bad weather, and I've set up some very, very bad weather on X-Plane, heavy lightning, high winds, yeah. rock solid steady. Absolutely. Wow. wow. Well, that, 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 that's pretty reassuring, really, that you're, you're on the right track there. It's Absolutely, it is. And we very much so, we feel we're on the right track and... The design is solid and we want a manufacturer to believe in us and all of our work. We know that it's solid. And as a result, I can't wait for the day that I have a chance to see this aircraft be built and fly on it myself as a passenger. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, in the next couple of years, you'll you'll have a prototype in the air, and we can uh, we can see it in the flesh. We hope so, and we're we're very excited. We feel very positive. Brilliant. So, if if people want to know more about uh, your 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 plane and uh, want to get in touch with you, how is the best way for them to do that? Sure. So. Our website is aerog, A-E-R-O-G, L-L-C.com. You can also look us up on Facebook. We uh, are very active in social media, uh, one of the two. And as a result, uh, I'm happy to reach out to them through social media, answer any questions, and and uh, we would appreciate all the support. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, uh, uh, is there anything else uh, we haven't covered that you think would be interesting for our listeners? Uh, one other thing, in a safety feature, we have a ballistic parachute system that we have designed as an emergency backup. So oh, as a result, genius. we really think that from a safety standpoint, we have everything covered. But most importantly, uh, we are just very excited about the future. And uh, and again, wanted to see this air- aircraft fly. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thanks very much, Joe. And we will follow. And uh, and do let us know if, uh, if, 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 if good things happen and, uh, and, and we'd love to hear about it. It's been my pleasure to be on the show and we'll definitely keep in touch. Many thanks. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Okay, and there we go. So that's fascinating, eh? What a cool idea, putting all those design concepts in X-Plane. I really hope that uh, Joe and his team at AeroG do get acquired and and get to build their aircraft. It looks amazing. I'll put the photos for the design up with this week's podcast. The links are there. If you've got X-Plane, maybe go along and buy that model. And, uh, you know, I think it's, you know, they're normally pretty cheap, like 20 bucks or something like that to go and download a, a, an aircraft to fly on X-Plane. Really cool, really exciting. So I hope they do well and we will be following them as they go. Okay, so that kind of sums up the show for this week. If you do like what we do, please consider heading over to patreon.com and flicking us a couple of bucks. If you... Uh, think we, we, we do a good job suggest the podcast to your friends maybe even flick us a review we always love a review on uh, itunes or wherever you get your podcasting content i should be back in the studio next week as always if you want to call talk to me or you've got something interesting to share in the ev space it can be anything it can be cars it can be planes it can be uh sustainability technologies it could be solar panels it could be wind turbines it could be anything like that let me know get in touch my email address is theo.gibson at evpodcast.com 
And uh, we're on the socials. We're on the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, EV Podcast is us. That's about it for this week. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. Have a great time. See ya. Bye. The EV Podcast is proudly brought to you with help from OEM Audio, New Zealand's leading supplier of safe and reliable AC chargers and charging cables. For more information, go to www.evpower.co.nz. If you enjoyed listening to our podcast, check us out on evpodcast.com or subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasting content. Thanks for listening.